This is part four of First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. And we want to understand especially verse 7 and how it works in the flow. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, your holiness. And then he applies it to sexuality. That you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to take his own vessel, each man take his own wife, in holiness and honor, not in the passion of desire like the Gentiles, who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter. In other words, leave the brother's wife alone. You have your own vessel. Take her in honor. Take her in holiness and don't infringe upon the brother because the Lord is an avenger in adultery and fornication and sexual immorality. The Lord is an avenger in all these things as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. And now he gives gives an added argument, right? For, because for God has not called us in impurity, but in holiness. So, Father, as we try to understand how this is a new argument in verse 7, for walking in honor and holiness with regard to our sexuality, and particularly in husbands uh, taking their own wives and not transgressing a brother in this matter, show us, I pray, how this new argument supports and helps us and empowers us and encourages us to walk in sexual faithfulness to our wives and purity in the world. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Is verse 7, see the 7, is verse 7 just a repeat of that statement right there? This is the will of God, your holiness, your sanctification. So that's a statement of God's revealed will. This is what God commands, holiness, sanctification. Is that what this is saying? For God has not called us to impurity, but holiness. In other words, God's will for you is not sexual impurity, but holiness. I don't think so. I don't think it's just a repeat of the stated will of God. The word call here is much more powerful and rich than a statement of God's revealed will. We've seen it before. Let's look at it again. Chapter 2, verse 12. We exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And we argued that's not an invitation that can be accepted or rejected. This is an effectual work of God summoning us out of darkness, out of this world, into his own kingdom and glory. We see it underlined here in chapter 5. Look how Paul promises in chapter 5 with regard to the call of God and the faithfulness of God to those whom he calls. Now may the God of peace 
himself sanctify you. So he's all about holiness, which now includes sexual purity. May he sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. And then he he undergirds that exhortation, may it happen, with this, he who calls you is faithful. He'll do it. This is not, this is not a simple, well, you're invited, I sure hope you make it. That's not the reasoning, is it? You can see that it's not. He says, may God, may God sanctify you. And then he says, he's called you, therefore he's faithful, therefore he'll do it. He's going to do this. This is not up for grabs. If he has called you, he's going to do that. His faithfulness to his calling ensures that he will do it. This is not mere invitation. This is accomplishment. We can see this outside of 1 Thessalonians, underlined, for example, in Romans 8.28. We know that for those who love God, all things all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So if you're called, there's no question, this is going to happen, which includes this. He's going to do it. He's going to be faithful to his call to make you holy. And so all things are going to work for your good if you're called. Why? Here's the fundamental statement a few verses later in Romans 8. Those whom he predestined, he called. And those whom he called, he justified. And those whom he justified, he glorified. In other words, the salvation that starts in predestination and ends in glorification is absolutely sure. There are no dropouts here. Everyone he predestines, he calls. Everyone he calls, he justifies. Everyone he justifies, he glorifies, and therefore this calling is not a simple, hello, you're invited, come if you like. It's not like that at all. It is what God did in the mouth of Jesus when he said, Lazarus, I call you, come out. And life came into the dead. That's the way we are called. And so this is a good parallel here in 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession, you Christians, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's a parallel to... God has not called us for impurity, that's darkness, but in holiness, that's light. This call right here is the same as the call right here in 1 Peter. He has called us out of darkness into light, just like he called Lazarus out of death into life. So, back to our question. Is verse 7 simply a repetition of the argument or the point 
here in verse 3. This is the will of God, your sanctification. Is this simply saying God's will for you is not impurity, it's holiness? And the answer is no, because call doesn't mean simply express his will. It means he accomplishes his saving will. So the argument here then is take your wife in all honor, honor her, honor God, take her in all holiness, guard your brother's wife, know God, operate in a sexuality that is rooted in knowing God, rooted in holiness, rooted in honor, because you've been brought from death to life. You've been brought from darkness to light. You've been brought from impurity to holiness. Be who you are. God has called you into his kingdom and glory. So live there. That's that's the argument. It is full of divine activity and divine promise. Now the question is, in view of that kind of argument, how does this, how does this work? Therefore, this is what we'll do next time. Therefore, whoever disregards this, this life of sexual holiness, disregards not man, but God, who gives us his spirit, the Holy One. How does that work? Next time.